Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Patrick Conley, glad to be with you again, along with Cammie Berthoum, our producer, Paul Sadek, our technical producer, coming to you from the Relevant Radio 1330 AM studios in Golden Valley. Continuing on from our conversation with Father Van Sloan, have you taken the time to consider what to do in preparation for Christ's death and resurrection? How will you discern how the Lord is calling you to fast and give alms and pray this Lent? That can take many forms, as we've discussed here on Practicing Catholic previously. And today we're going to chat with Dr. Kate Walsh-Sussere, Emeritus Marriage and Family Therapist, about choosing to make a gift of self this Lent. Dr. Sussere, welcome to Praxing Catholic. Uh, hi, hi, great. Thank you so much. I'm just so happy to be here with you, Patrick. Yeah, Thank I'm happy you. to have you here as well. Now, I'm, but I'm really intrigued. I had a look at the Catholic Spirit and, and this uh, article that you wrote about the different forms that penance can take when it comes to Lenten fasting. And I think you make a really interesting point that Catholics, we can continue to think of Lent as a time of giving up something appealing in order to consider Jesus' sacrifice. But then you claim that that fulfills an expectation of the season from a child's perspective rather than from an adult's perspective. Elaborate a little bit more on that idea. Sure. Oh, thank you so much, Patrick. So something that you mentioned as we began, too, the gift of, of, of self. Mm. Um, during Lent, if we focus on growing our, ourselves as um, adult Catholics, as adults, instead of thinking, I'm going to give up something, if I decide that I'm going to focus on becoming better, at something. And what we would want to focus on with that is on growing in a virtuous life. And so focusing on the four um, cardinal virtues of prudence or practical wisdom, becoming wise, or um, using more self-control, or becoming more courageous, or doing the right thing at the moment of decision. And then the three theological virtues we know are faith, hope, and love. So if we focus on becoming a better person during Lent, that helps us to grow in our faith for the whole entire year, not just for the season of Lent. Mm -hmm. Right, and that resounds very well, uh, resonates really well with what Father Anselone was just talking to us about in terms of preparing for Ash Wednesday particularly. So what? why, this is a rather basic question, I suppose, but why is a making a gift of self, living this virtuous life, why, why is that so fundamental to what it means to be a practicing Catholic? Oh, and what it means to be a practicing you know, um, Catholic, Catholic, living our faith in a living, beautiful, present way. Um, the brain, Patrick, is wired to worry. Our brain is wired to cause us to be cautious and to step back and think the second step, oh, maybe I really shouldn't help right now. Oh, maybe that's going to get in somebody's way. Maybe I don't want to do that. Instead of stepping forth with faith and doing the thing that we hear in our heads from the Holy Spirit in the very first voice that we hear. And so our brain is, causes us to be cautious instead of to be giving. And so what that does is it actually um, fires in our brain a more uh, uh, propensity to be a kind of uh, negative and see things in a half-full a half glass instead of a full glass. So we have to work at being more positive. Being more positive does not come to us in a, a normal, everyday way. We have to actually work on that. 
And that is what we could work on through developing a virtuous life. Mm. And living the virtues, living uh, the virtuous life is, is always a great call for Catholics at any stage in terms of their spiritual development to proceed yeah. in virtue, to grow in virtue. Um, but I'm just wondering how you might suggest, I mean, uh, this becoming the best version of ourselves, as we've heard yeah. said, uh, living according to the virtues, how might people make a start okay. in that? Okay, well, okay, so I'm going to begin by quoting um, Justin Martyr. Mm. And I tell you, Patrick, I was at the seminary. I was so blessed to get to study. It was almost 30 years ago, and I remembered it was at the bottom of a page on the New Jerome Biblical Commentary. And if you've ever seen that, it's like 1,400 pages. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew it was on the bottom of a page. I had to go through the entire book because it's on page 1348. (laughs) So I I know, I know it is in here. So Justin Martyr, who was born in the year 100 and died in 165, he was martyred. Uh, He said Christians, because of their high moral principles... They are really the best of citizens. Hmm. Can you believe that was said 2,000 years ago? Wow. <laughs> and living a virtuous life helps us to become the best of ourselves. And so the way we can do that, if a person looks at um, Philippians 4, 8, uh, St. Paul wrote, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Now, I read that out of my catechism. I have it open right here, and it's in Article 1803. So if people just wanted to go to adoration, make sure you go to Mass on Sunday. Go to a daily Mass if possible. Uh, pray every day. Just begin to to incorporate our faith on an everyday basis in small ways. It doesn't have to be I'm gonna I'm gonna take this on and I'm gonna radically change my life. Transformation does not happen like that. Transformation sometimes it does for some people that does, but for most of us, it's developing new habits. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about the virtues is that the virtuous life can help us. And again, I go back to the catechism. A virtue is, an, is uh, a habit and firm disposition to do the good. Mm-hmm. It allows the person not only to perform good acts, but to give the best of himself. Mm-hmm. The virtuous person tends toward the good with all his sensory and spiritual powers. Mm-hmm. He pursues the good and chooses it in concrete actions. And then they quote, um, the, the, the catechism quotes Gregory of Nyssa, as he says, the goal of a virtuous life is to become like God. Hmm. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's not bad right there. That's a that's good motivation right there. And it is it is good motivation in the sense of that we have, uh, it, we're, we're kind of flying in the face of uh, the, original, the original sin, right? If yeah, totally. God knows if you if you eat this fruit, you will become like God. But uh, that was God's intent all along. But his way, not the serpent's way or our own way, right? right. His way. That is um, exactly it. When I, when my brain tends to worry, what I do is I take that problem or that issue into my own hands. Mm-hmm. And then I try to fix yeah. it or solve it. 
instead of going to my knees and asking the Holy Spirit to fill my mind with ideas that I didn't even think about of how to address this issue or Mm. this concern that I'm facing. And it might be something I couldn't have even imagined. And so, but that's how God wants to, God wants to work in our lives in surprising ways. We just don't always let him. <laughs> so that's the, oppor- the opportunity of Lent, is to let God work in us. It's so deliciously simple, and I, I love it. it. And at the same time, almost seemingly insurmountably difficult. I mean, that's that's a, well, yeah. Okay, so there is a, a word that I did not. So it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise anyone to know that I had questions. I asked if there would be questions that we'd be discussing, and I wrote out some answers. But this is a word that I did not write down: surrender. Uh. We have to surrender. We have to give him our lives. We open our hands and we we allow him to mold us. And that's the opportunity of Lent. It's not, I'm going to give up candy or I'm going to give up Coke. That's not it. One of our sons one time said he was going to give up kind of pop that he never drank. We all said, oh, no, that's, <laughs> that's convenient, right? <laughs> we all said, yeah, that works. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> said, you got to work on something a little more substantial than that. But that, that he wants to work on us and mold us. And we have 40 days to do this. We have 40 days. And in the Hebrew um thinking, the Hebrew way of thinking, the 40, the number 40, it means that we're going to be tested. Mm. So the people were tested in the desert. Jesus was tested in the desert. They had 40 years. He had 40 days. We have 40 days. Are we going to be up to this testing? Can we say, let me, give me the grace, O Lord, to surrender to you, mm. and then help have you move in my heart so that I can hear the Spirit's voice mm-hmm. and just read and respond to that voice with faithfulness. That's it. I mean, you like like you said, it's so simple and yet so hard. Well, I love the I love the incorporation of that idea of surrender in and around Lent, especially when you're talking about the virtues, which believe me, I'm all in favor of living a virtuous life, all right? I'm 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 on board with that. I understand the 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 priceless rewards that come from living a virtuous life, but it seems like there's this undercurrent there whenever we talk about virtue that this is something that we can accomplish on our own. I mean, oh, looking at the cardinal right. virtues, at least, I mean, those those right. predate Jesus's walking on oh, earth. absolutely. You know? 350 so, years at yeah. least. <laughs> yes. But yet, yes. from the Catholic perspective, that's not something we do on our own. Is that is right. that what I'm getting? Right. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I have open here again. This would not this this would not surprise anyone. Um, I'm reading from Galatians five twenty two, mm. and so the fruit of the spirit. If we just realize and remember that the gift. The re- so when I was at the seminary, I asked, "Well, why did he have to die? I mean, seriously, couldn't he have just come and given us his message and lived a really great life and and then just died a normal death. And I asked that question. I said, I just don't get it. And what I realized as I studied and as I wrote and the Spirit, he had to release his Spirit. That was the point. He had to release his Spirit, and that's what he did through his obedient death. So I called one of my professors, and it was in 1995, I remember the class, and he'll appreciate hearing his name, Father John Eckert. Yeah, and sure. um, 
he, um, I was in a class and I was reading, it was on St. Mark and I was reading and I just felt so gypped. That was, I would just cheated. I said, why didn't I get to meet him? Why didn't I get to know? He's so amazing. Jesus was so amazing. And then I thought, oh, wait a minute. What is the Holy Spirit? was like that, like, wait, like this revelation went off in my head. So I called him. And of course, back in 1995, there were no cell phones. Right. We didn't have, all we had was a home phone. So I left a message on his, his office phone and he called me back on my house phone and left a message, and he asked, have you finished the book, the Skylar Brown book that we were reading? And I hadn't. So I, he said, read chapter four, get through chapter four. And there it was. The Spirit of Jesus is the Holy Spirit. So every time that I hear that voice, I hear that, that pull, that deep desire in me, that's actually Jesus speaking to me, wanting me to listen to him. And just guide me. That's what the virtuous life is. It's just, it's so uncomplicated. And yet we have to get through our humanity, which is such a stumbling block. So I'm thinking, Dr. Suchere, that that as we're preparing for Lent, as we're talking about making this gift of self, striving to live according to the virtues, but yet doing so through surrender to the will of God in all things, that it makes perfect sense that even as we are considering uh, what sort of uh, what sort of things we might sacrifice this Lent in our own lives um, that we do even that in surrender to God? What would God have me sacrifice yes. this Lent? Right? Yes, to to just pause, which is something that we do not do well. Mm-hmm. We did during the you know COVID. We paused. Right. We didn't like it at all. And then the minute we could get back, we're right back to the rush, rush, rush. Mm-hmm. We're right back to, it's like it didn't happen, which is so sad. And Lent is a time for us to push a pause button and step back and to simplify. And so even to offer that prayer, Lord, what would you like me to do? Mm-hmm. What are you asking of me? Mm-hmm. And then just listen, just open our hearts and trust that first voice yeah. and not not push it away, not dismiss it and say, oh, this must have been my own thinking, not his. Trust that if we ask him to speak to us, he will. Go with that, is what I would say. Very good. If if we ask him to speak, trust that he's going to speak. Amen. Don't say, well, I don't really think you're going to have anything to do with me. (laughs) Not true. Yes, he will speak. It's it's in in Luke's gospel. If a, if you ask God for, I think it was a loaf of bread, he's not going to hand us a snake. No, if you ask him, he's going to give it. Trust that he's a loving father. Yeah. Amen to that. Well, yeah. Dr. Suchere, I'm afraid we've reached the end of our oh. time already, but we are oh. so grateful for all the wisdom that you've shared oh, with us. I'm just, I'm so delighted to have been able to do this, and I just wish your, your listeners well, and and you, and I just really um, appreciated Father's blessing. I got to listen to that, and that was very, very nice. Very nice. Well, so I hope everyone has just a really good Lent and is able to just hear the Holy Spirit's voice in their hearts and to trust it so that when the Easter comes, that we are really prepared for that empty tomb. 
Let it be so. Very good. Dr. Kate <laughs> Suchere, thank you for joining us God today on Practicing you. Catholic. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. In just a moment, Paul Cammie and I will wrap up the show with a few highlights from the many upcoming Lenten events that are just around the corner. We'll be right back. <laughs> 